welcome back to another episode of Harry the Sports Guide Talk Show. Today, we're going to be recapping Thursday night's football matchup between the Cardinals and the Seahawks and talking about free agents of the NBA. So let's get to it. Russell Wilson survives early defensive onslaught by Arizona to avoid the sweep. What began as a defensive stalemate in the first half ended as anything but, with both the Cardinals and the Seahawks coming alive in the second half. But it was Pete Carroll getting the best of Cliff Kingsbury with a 28-21 win in the Pacific Northwest. The first quarter saw only one touchdown scored between both usually high-powered clubs led by MVP candidates in Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray. But things started to get going in the second quarter when both Wilson and Murray turned on the stove. The latter helping the Cardinals tie the game before the former hit to Tyler Lockett on an 11-yard toss to remind everyone that he can cook too. They'd miss the extra point attempt though and in a game this close that loomed largely, but wound up not mattering because it was forgiven by a fourth quarter safety field by a controversial offensive holding penalty in the end zone by J.R. Sweezy. That gave the Seahawks a four point lead and some much needed breathing room after seeing Murray connect with running back Chase Edmonds for a wide open touchdown that shrank the Cardinals deficit to only two points to start off the fourth session. But in the end, and despite the Cardinals landing three sacks on Wilson, whose night was more efficient than it was eye-popping, the Seahawks avoid the 2020 sweep in the series and regain the number one seat in the NFC West. NBA Free Agency The NBA offseason has arrived, and free agency will begin today at 6 p.m. Eastern. This year's signing spree is expected to be even more chaotic than normal since it'll start just two days after the draft and a week and a half before training camps open, it's time to look at free agents who could change teams. Now first one, we're gonna be talking about the top free agents heading into free agency. First up, we got Fred Van Vliet. Can I interest you in a 26 year old guard who can make plays, stretch the floor and force turnovers? Van Vliet is quietly one of the best defensive guards in the league. Making up for his lack of height with a rare combination of intelligence, strength, and, and anticipation, he's only a valued leader in the locker room, and he has shown his completely fearless taking big shots on the biggest stage. His suitors have to his suitors have to wonder how close they'd have to get to the max price the to the max price the Raptors out. Gordon Hayward. The 30-year-old Hayward turned down his $34.2 million player option on Thursday. So he he must have a reason to believe he'll sign a luxurative long-term deal in the near future. This might require a sign-and-trade. The New York Times reported that Knicks and Pacers are possible designations, and Yahoo Sports reported that Atlanta is also a suitor. In theory, Hayward could still re-sign in Boston, but perhaps he's looking for a larger offensive role that a team with Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown can offer him. Even when he looked his healthiest as his Celtic, he has more of a connector than the star he was with the Jazz. Boban, Bar- Boban Barnjanovic. In one of the strangest stories in free agency, Bogdanovic appeared to be on his way to the Bucks, but is now in limbo. On Monday evening, Milwaukee and Sacramento reportedly reached an agreement on a deal 
centered around the 28-year-old Bomdanovich and 23-year-old Dante DiVincenzo. The only problem was that it was four days before free agents were allowed to negotiate with teams. It's unclear whether the NBA will allow the Kings and Bucks to execute something similar to the Bomdanovich will wind up somewhere else. Milwaukee could really use his shooting and playmaking. Joe Harris. Harris is exactly the type of player Brooklyn should want next to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and potentially another star. He is not just a lights out shooter. He is a lights out shooter who is comfortable shooting on the move with a ridiculously quick release. He can attack closeouts too and is solid enough defender. The question here is how much luxury tax pain the Knicks are willing to endure him to retain him. Danilo Gallinari. Gallinari has slipped a bit as a defender and is now much more suited to play the four than the three. But set himself to set himself up another payday with a strong pre-bubble season in Oklahoma City on the offensive end, Gallinari remains one of the most versatile and efficient forwards in the league and a prime candidate for a sign and trade. He turned 32 in August, though, and his production has wild swings against Houston in the playoffs. One interesting question, after almost getting him at the trade deadline, would Miami sacrifice its 2021 cap space with a multi-year deal, multi-year offer? Another one is, is Atlanta so thirsty to make the playoffs that it will offer Gallinari a long-term? We'll have to see. Davis Bertans. By not trading Bertans at the day at the deadline, the Wizards telegraphed that they intend to re-sign him. Since then, they've made it clear that bringing him back is their top priority. The 27-year-old is a, rele- a, rele- a revelation this season. Taking advantage of the greatest light in any stretch four has ever had. He took 10.7 three-pointers per 36 minutes and presidented number for a frontcourt player that made 42.4% of them. Montrez Harrell. The sixth man of the year somehow upped his usage after the Clippers signed two superstars, showing off more refined face-up game than just about anyone thought he could develop. Once an energy guy, Harrell is now a refined offensive weapon who is who still does all the hustle things that got him onto the court in the first place. There are questions about his viability in the playoffs, but it's unclear how much his poor performance in the bubble will cost him. He left Orlando after the death of his grandmother and couldn't play at his normal standard when he returned. Los Angeles doesn't have many avenues for improvement, so it will presumably try to re-sign him for a figure out of a sign-in trade. Up next, we got superstars who are likely to be superstars who are likely to be stay put for now. Anthony Davis. No one expects Davis to leave the Lakers, but he's opting out of the final year of his contract to sign a new one. My prediction. He signed a three-year deal with an option after his second season, which would allow him to hit free agency again in 2022 with 10 years of service. At that point, 
he will be eligible to sign a long-term contract that starts at 35% of the salary cap. And the other, Brandon Ingram. There were valid reasons for the Pelicans to take a wait-and-see approach with Ingram rather than signing him to an extension last October. Now he's an all-star and a most improved player. He'll soon be a max player. He, his single-season transformation as a shooter is genuinely historic. Not even Pascal Siakam improved his free-throw percentage, three-point percentage, and three-point volume that drastically. At the same time, you could try to get him to sign an offer sheet, but surely New Orleans will match it. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Be sure to check out the last one if you missed it. This is Harry the Sports Guy, signing off.